Welcome to Girl Talk with Kay. From interviews into a talk show, we've evolved into a podcast. Join us for genuine conversations with trailblazing women on balancing it all while making waves. This is Girl Talk with Kay. Thanks for tuning in. The present is woman. Thank you so much for joining us for our podcast. Absolutely. You're welcome. Awesome. Um, so, Tony, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself and why are you just so amazing? And, you know, you're just, you're just everyone's, like, best friend. Like, you're, well, you're one of my head dreams, uh, best friend. So, yeah, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah. So, my academic background is psychology and neuroscience. And I love everything about the study of the brain and human behavior. And so I knew I wanted to be a psychology entrepreneur. I didn't want to be an actual psychologist. So I wanted to create a wellness brand for women that um, where I could translate my story and combine it with, um, you know, psychology and neuroscience research and make it comprehensive for the everyday woman and make it relatable. And so I combined my story with my academic, you know, expertise and knowledge to create a brand uh, that I call Wife Your Life Wellness. And Wife Your Life Wellness is rooted in like psychology, neuroscience, um, spiritual practicalities, and um, my personal experience with self-love. And so, um, and I do that work. I do Wife Your Life Wellness work through coaching. Um, online programming, and um, I used to do events, and so now I do like guided meditations for various organizations, and I do speaking, and so um, you know I it's it's literally like I I get to be myself, you know, mm-hmm. and really teach women what it looks like in a very practical way to wife their life, and. Um, I don't get the luxury of like being able to sell a product, um, uh-huh. you know, because it's a cool, dope product. Right. It's like I literally have to be what I offer. Mm. And so my journey as an entrepreneur is a very complex one because when it's the next level in the relationship with myself, I have to go through things that, you know, that test all the things that I believe in. Mm. And so, um, that initiation process of going level to level with yourself and with the divine is a very interesting one because once I go through that process, it it adds more, I guess, meat and value to what I offer to women. So Wife Your Life Wellness, the brand, the offerings is literally coming from my own personal experience with myself, with that, you know, foundation of psychology research and spiritual you know, practicality. Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, that sounds uh, amazing and very, like, peaceful at the same time. Like, <laughs> I just felt like I want to be you. Like, just uh, being aware. Uh, 
being aware of myself and being like just so in tune, yeah. you know, with my, you know, with your my body, my mind, my spirit, every single thing um, is is a daily practice. But I mean, you've made it your like job um, and yeah. to help other people as well. I think that's amazing. Thank you. Yeah. Um, okay. So let's talk about um, affirmations album, ma'am. Like. Yeah. That was like the the best thing that you could have ever created. I mean, for yeah. for me, um, as a black woman, um, listening to that album in the morning, like that was literally like a daily ritual. I would literally get up in the morning, you know, bob to like bob to a couple songs and even in my car, mm-hmm. just like establishing that self-awareness that self-love and you know making sure I'm saying no to certain things and you know making sure my no is you know gonna guard me and keep me safe Mm -hmm. like it was just it was amazing for me and I know um from a lot of people and a lot of friends they they, it was a part of their their lives um so how are you able to do that how are you able to create such a phenomenal project well um Affirmations for the Grown Woman is an album of of nine tracks. And I knew I wanted nine tracks because, you know, know, nine is the number of months it takes to create a human being. And I wanted these nine tracks to be kind of a replica of our power, being able to create a human being Mm. and creating our our womanhood, creating our... um, you know, our aspirational woman mm-hmm. within ourselves. And so um, I knew because of what I was doing with women one-on-one and my my clientele is predominantly women, working high, active, ambitious women. One of the things that I identified was one of their pain points, which was not having enough time to heal, not having enough time to um you know, be mindful and practice wellness. It was a lot of limiting beliefs with my clientele and around time. And so I was like, you know, I don't want to just tell them, hey, you have to change your mindset about time. I was like, what can I create Yeah, for the woman who is on the go, literally? Kids all day, work all day, um, have a business on the side, but works a nine to five. Uh, a woman who, you know, has all the time, but she's dealing, she's, she's dealing with depression or anxiety. And it just feels like she doesn't have enough time because her mind is so occupied with oppression and depression. So it was like, what can I create for a woman that is just on the go, you know, just mm-hmm. like Starbucks, you know, <laughs> for healing and for practicing well-being. Mm-hmm. And so... I was like, I could create a YouTube channel. I could create this and which I, you know, have, but I was like, I just want to be innovative. And so I was in prayer and meditation about it. And I came, you know, God gave me the idea affirmations for the grown woman. And I went to California for a month and I wrote the whole album. Wow. Came back and filed for, uh, for a loan. And, um, and I was able to get alone and do the project and just the, the creativity, the flow just came as though somebody pressed a button on me. Mm-hmm. And I never had, I never had, I don't know, I never had any thoughts about this being something to doubt. 
it was like I knew women needed this. Yeah. I knew it. And I just come like all my all the stories, all the growth, all the knowledge that I had for the past seven years, I put into that album. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know, it was a labor of love, honestly. It was something I wanted to give to the global community of women, especially the Western woman, because she doesn't really understand completely, you know, well-being literacy. It's fairly new to a lot of us in the mainstream, in, a, in the mainstream population, you know, in pop culture, wellness and well-being is very new, mm-hmm. you know. And so, um, I wanted to, I wanted to match you know, the modern woman, where she's at. I wanted to meet her where she's at. So it was like, let me create a wellness digital tour through creating an album that's, you know, affirmative. Like, it's it's very affirming. Yeah. And so um, I just love that. I love that women took to it. I mean, it's just, it's so fulfilling because it literally met and fulfilled my intention. That's amazing. And you know what's so funny? Um I was more so prone to waking up and wanting to listen to affirmations for a grown woman versus like a gospel song. And I, mm-hmm. and not even come trying to not me, not trying to compare mm-hmm. the two, but it, mm-hmm. it does something when you're like, okay, I'm praising Jesus, right? I want to praise Jesus, mm-hmm. but I have to like, first of all, I'm spirit. Right. And I have mm-hmm. to like, make sure that I am withhold myself and mm-hmm. I can't really fully surrender and praise him if I'm a clutter mess. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If I can't be all that I can be within myself, if I can't say no to boundaries, if I can't say no to uh, this guy or, you know, not making making sure that I don't work too long or just just having those boundaries and those um, those things that I like never really thought about until I listened to your album. I was mm-hmm. like, how am I supposed to be this well woman, this woman who wants to do good for the community? do well for my family if I'm not that woman first yeah yeah absolutely you know it's very interesting because in the bible it talks about the people of Israel and how you know they were in that same loop for 40 well 40 years Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and and they were just in this loop of believing God believing Moses was the man of God and believing in the vision and dream of God and they believed in God. They believed Moses was the man of God, but they didn't enter the promised land. Mm. They didn't enter. They stayed on that loop for a long time. And it wasn't because they didn't believe in God. It wasn't because they didn't believe in his word and didn't believe in the man of God. It's because they didn't believe what God said about them, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and whether it was the story, you know, the story of not being good enough or wanting the man of God to be the intercessor for them and that them not having to do the work, you know, it's like, you can literally believe in God and not enter your own Promise. the promises of God, because you won't believe what God has said about you. Mm-hmm. And what's the point in having faith and believing God and not believing what God has said about you, you know, so it has to drop into a real way in your real life, in a practical way, everyday living, for you to enter the promises of God, you know, and, and part of the part of that is understanding how your mind works. Your mind needs repetition. Your mind needs content on a, a repetitive basis for you to drop into what God has said about you. Yeah. I mean, that is this is why 
you know, companies, billion dollar companies. This is why Beyonce, this is why Snickers, McDonald's advertise their products and their message through multiple platforms of media is because they know that the message in order for the message to influence your purchasing habit, they have to have that message repeat, repeat, like repeating Mm -hmm. to you in different ways. And so our job as women of God or our call or the invitation as women of God is to understand how this temple works and put that boy on repeat, like (laughs) put, put, put our body in repeat of what God has said about us with positive information that's going to influence and shift the limiting stories we have of ourselves. So the album is definitely aligned with the practicality of the word of God when it comes to, you know, practicing the repetition of what God has said about us, you know, we, what, what does the word say? We're the head and not the tail, you know? And if you have all this confident evidence that tells you that you're the tail, you're going to have to reprogram that boy, you know, Mm -hmm. you have to give it new content in a practical way. way. Yes. Like meditating on things such as, um, you know, God's word and just reading. Yes. And I think that was for me, I was just, I needed something different to kind of put into my, to put in my, put into my routine that I said something about me that spoke to me rather Mm -hmm. than, um, you know, not focusing on, focusing on something else. Um, but what does wife your life mean and how do you encourage modern day women to do so? There's this amazing track on your rec- um, on your album, wife your life. I mean, mm-hmm. please tell us what, what does that mean to you? Well, um, what it, what it means to me, it means a, a lot of things. Um, it means you're committed to uh, the relationship with yourself. Mm-hmm. It, it means that everything you understand w- what a good wife is and think about, you know, what the social norms and definitions, um, cliches about what a great wife is, you know, whether it's whether you were taught by society or church and religion or culture, all the good things that makes a great wife, what does it look like if you were to take that same energy, that same value system, mm. those same practices and, and practices and turned it within? Yeah. When it comes to your finances, your hygiene, your mental health, um, you know, uh, how you manage your household, you know, how you treat your body. You know, what does it look like to be in a relationship with your life? Mm, that's good. You know, and um, and, bringing those, and bringing those things to a deeper self-awareness of what you really need to be in love with yourself, genuinely. Yeah. And so um, I was raised to be a wife. I love the idea of being a wife. I was, my mom used to put me in pageants growing up and my talent was always reciting Proverbs 31 (laughs) because I was so in love with Proverbs 31 woman because she was able to do it all, but she was only able to do it all under the flow of God, under the guidance of God. And so um, 
the multifaceted woman can't do anything without being rooted in 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 the divine in God our creator source of all life you know Mm -hmm. and so um if not she's going to have to choose you know but the multifaceted woman knows there there's no such thing as balance she has to understand flow and then in order for her to understand flow she has to have that discernment that intuition that God gives us and so um you know why your life is really about if you want to create the woman of your dreams in your life the woman you that haunts you day in day out Mm -hmm. you see the vision of who she is you want to express her in this reality you have to have a relationship with yourself and you can't have a relationship with yourself if you don't have a relationship with God. You know, you are like preaching, Tony. Tony, <laughs> you are. I want to just like shout right now because you are preaching right now. Like, I literally like I felt God all up in that. Especially when you said like, as a woman, like there's no such thing as like balance. That that Proverbs thirty one woman, there was no balance. There was just flow. She had to depend on God. Yeah. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And then even mm-hmm. the fact that is that, you know, we're not trained as women to like be in love with our not be in love with ourselves, but love yeah. love ourselves. Like I was yeah. I never really was taught like, Kaylin, make sure you do this for your self-esteem. Make sure you do this because this is what you want. No, it's kind of for other people. I've been practiced, I've been taught to do things for other people to attract them into me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Rather mm-hmm. than me being so in love with myself and my creator that whoever, you know, when God, when God tends to bring him my way, then that will happen. But Mm -hmm. not really knowing that I, I need to, if I'm going to be a wife to this man, I need to be a wife to myself. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, you know, the Bible says he that findeth a wife findeth a good thing. It doesn't say he that findeth a girlfriend, a woman, a girlfriend exactly we've heard that that from so many pulpits and spaces and the reality is is the wife is 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 it's a cultivation of your womanhood yeah you know and a woman a man recognizes that you know and so when you've identified that intimate relationship with yourself you exude that type of energy and it doesn't mean that you uh, like Wife in your life is a destination. It's a journey. Mm-hmm. You know, there is no top to growth. It's a continuation of being willing to go from faith to faith and glory to glory. Yes. You know, talk Tony, a girl. Yes, <laughs> I swear. That is, that's a true, um, especially how like in college, I used to um, kind of get confused on that scripture, you know, how, you know, man finds a wife, finds a good thing, but not really mm-hmm. knowing that she was already a wife when he met her, not he made her into a wife. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And the thing about it is these are, these are biblical principles, but they're transferable to any culture, mm-hmm. to any lifestyle, you know, like, focusing on it's very universal you know when you focus on yourself and you focus on the source of life the breath of life that's living in you it's beyond you it's a higher intelligence you know you don't tell your blood to flow you don't tell your lungs to breathe they just do it because it's hooked up to something that's bigger than you Mm. so when I speak of these things these things are very universal and transferable no matter what your belief system is no matter 
what cultural difference that you have that's outside of, you know, normal norms or social or religious norms. The reality is, is just, just like we all breathe air, no matter who we are, yeah. we're human beings. At the, these are life principles, you know, and that are very transferable despite our differences. I love that. Um, yeah. And, you know, I feel like um, as women, especially entrepreneurs, um, is I think we're like one of the biggest entrepreneurship is one of the biggest spaces for women that um, are just like are just taking over um, being an entrepreneur, entrepreneur yourself, you know, with all the things that you've done, um, your research and just you know, your album, being a creator, um, being an innovator, uh, what has been your experience of well-being and working a business at the same time, like managing that and, you know, balancing that out? I have to be honest with you. I've recently, like, I've mentioned to you before that I've recently just, God freed me from the bondage of doership. Mm -hmm. And... (sighs) I guess I, I I guess I can say he set me down. Mm, okay. Because again, my journey is so different as an entrepreneur because I have to be what I promote. Yeah. I have to be. So it's like there's times where I do require a solitude that the average entrepreneur can't afford, you know? And I the way that I, I have evolved is God is the sin is the center of my business and business is a spiritual practice for me, you know, and I can't be run. If it's like, if I don't want to burn out, I can't run my business. Like it's on fire. Yeah. So, so I can't be doing, 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 doing and not getting nourished or replenished. You know, it's just not, I'm just not here for it. And, um, I realized I was burning myself out and it wasn't physically, it wasn't completely physically. It was spiritually, it was mentally, it was emotionally. I gave way too much internal real estate Mm. to the people I served, the people that were close to me, you know, and not really respecting what a sacred gift it really is to be a soul-based entrepreneur that offers, you know, healing information, tools for self-awareness and practicing well-being that's a very sacred space to be in as a businesswoman and so I had to really really be set down to I crashed and burned and had a mental health crisis and I just really needed to um how can you say take my blinders off Mm -hmm. and see what I really need to be a better businesswoman be a more whole businesswoman. And um, at the end of the day, what has helped me is really understand this is a gift. This is not about Tony Jones, you know, even though for many years it was very mission oriented, very good intentions, authentic and genuine. Yeah. But there was a lack of um, next level service Mm -hmm. to the gift. 
you know, mm-hmm. that, you know, I, I gave the gift as though it was, it, it didn't cost, like it wasn't sacred, wow. like it wasn't something to be nourished and maintained and tended to and offer back up to God. Mm-hmm. And so right now, what helps me as a businesswoman is understanding how, how much silence, solitude, devotion, and offering is. Mm-hmm. And so... And that it goes back to what I initially said with business is a spiritual practice for me now. It's not just something cute I do because it's a trend for women. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I no longer God removed me from that entrepreneurial orgy that's happening in, in America amongst women where we're all like, kill it, sis. Yes, girl, get, it. <laughs> get your millions, blah, blah, blah. And we don't see how much they are sacrificing their relationship with their soul, oh, yeah. relationship with God, their relationship with their body relationship to order in their household and nutrition we're not so we're affirming Mm, a woman to kill herself for the shine of productivity and so um you know I had to just get real with myself I had girl I had to really get real well let me just say this God forced me to get real with myself yes because he will sit us down and it's like he set me down all this knowledge all this (laughs) album (laughs) And, and baby girl had a mental health breakdown like okay. you know and it got, God had to show me like listen there's not enough self belief in the world to fulfill your potential What you need to lean on me like you can know all the psychology all the self help how tos self love how tos but if you do not surrender and offer it back to me mm. I cannot be your source of flow so you can flow through this and it won't have that realm of anxiety and stress and I'm not enough and I have to prove that I'm enough and I have to you know and so it has been an amazing journey as a businesswoman to come to really drop into my business being a spiritual practice Mm -hmm. and offering Mm -hmm. so that's essentially what I'm saying (laughs) (laughs) funny um I think I think that's amazing and I feel like I can definitely connect with you because God has definitely set me down a fi- quite a few times um, just because I think, yeah, when I was talking to you um, about this uh, probably a couple weeks ago, um, when I was just saying, like, I compromised a lot last year of myself and my beliefs and my standards and all the things, a lot of things that, um, like, God, that I um, had for myself and that God had for me, like, I compromised on them to fit in, you know, to say I'm a multi-business owner, to say that I am a seer entrepreneur, to say that um, I'm, you know, going to be on rolling, like just trying to get all these publications, just trying to do whatever, whatever I could to be seen. And I'm like, mm-hmm. what is, this is not even me. I don't even like being yeah. seen. I don't even yeah. like that type of attention. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it was yeah. like, I was craving what other people's opinions and other people's um, goals and desires was, and it wasn't even for myself. Come on. Yeah. And I was like, how do you get to that point where I'm now like, I'm craving what Tony wanted and her goal, her goals, all that. I'm craving her. I'm craving what she desired rather than Kaylin. You don't even want that. That's not even, that's not even the plans that I get the the plans or the um the gifts and talents that I put inside of you how are you going yeah. to that's real. like how is that even you know what I'm saying and social media has a way of us getting distracted and following this person and this person and we're just 
allowing all of these ideas and spirits and just all this stuff inside of us every single day while we're scrolling and it's just like god i need you to guard my heart because if i if i'm looking at all of these things and you know it may not seem like it's a lot at first but when you start uh jotting down different you know other people's goals then than yours or you're desiring certain things that you never did before and I'm like this is not me this is not Kaylin Kaylin does not desire this attention Kaylin does not desire to have this type of bag she's not even materialistic you know what I'm saying but Mm -hmm. it's what's being projected it's what's being um you know success and productivity like all that is saying like that's what I should want and it's just like no Mm -hmm. I don't I don't want that I don't Mm -hmm. want that Jesus Mm -hmm. absolutely and it's it's we have to understand, again, I go back to psychology for, if I go to back to psychology for a minute, you know, your ego is just accumulation of your learned self, thoughts, what you've watched, you, you know, memories, especially painful memories, um, your early childhood development, you know, and experiences. And so you have this ego Um, collective ego and individual ego that whispers to us we're not enough Mm. you know or I want to be heard I want to be seen I want to be firm and validated and then when you have social media in the mix it appeals to that part of our ego that inner child that's wounded that just wants to be seen heard noticed Um, and it appeals to that and so you you get you get kind of, it's like a, t- a tornado. It's like it just sweeps you up into the the the, e- the orgy of the ego. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, you know, and it's like, it's just, it's fascinating to be on the outskirts of self-awareness when you're looking at your own ego and seeing what comes up for you when you get praised or when you don't. You know, when you have a win or when you don't or when you have a loss, you know, being able to separate yourself in a way to where you can watch your ego like you become the observer, you know, and um, I love that God can help can help you sever Mm. that, you know, sever that. So you're more conscious and making decisions that are more aligned to your highest truth, yeah. your, 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 your heart's desires and who you really are as a spiritual being. And so we have to be careful in guarding our hearts and our minds, you know, as spiritual beings to the tornado of social media and society that gravitates and worships and feeds and nourishes the ego because that you know every every era of in human civilization we've always had idolatry we've always had the 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 natural desire and craving to worship something Mm -hmm. you know and nowadays the the modern day idol is the ego Mm -hmm. you know look at me like yeah. hear me see me I have something to offer it could be world peace or it could be a bundles of weed whatever <laughs> you offer it it's like the ego is like please pay attention to me but when I tell you when you get when you get to your bottom or when you get when God humbles you and shows you this yeah all you want to do is offer your life back to the gift yeah. and calling yeah. through business, through a mission, through talent, 
whatever the case may be, because you realize my life is really not my own. Yes. You know, it really isn't because, you know, it's, 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 it's interesting because it's, God is very complex in his ways mm-hmm. because it's like you're called to co-create, but you're also, you're, you're also called to surrender mm-hmm. and offer, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And so you, you like, you have to be intentional, but you also have to be open up to be not attached to outcomes and allowing the divine sovereignty of God's plan happen in your life. I love that. You know, I love that. So I get what you mean as far as like, the ego wanting to be seen and heard, like it's quite normal. Um, I just, I wish more of us was just be honest about it. Yeah. You know, cause it's, we're, cause I, I was telling somebody the other day, adulthood is a lie. We're all kids just wanting to be heard. And when, I mean, cause social media is literally showing tale for <laughs> adult, you know, right. people who are older. Yeah. You know, look at me, look what I'm selling, look what I'm doing, look what I promote, what look I? who just bought it me. Exactly. It's like we're just all saying, hey, pay attention. Mm. That's so <laughs> you know? good. No, that's really good. And I actually really didn't think about it in that way. Um, but I'm just and I'm just so grateful that I was able to have the revelation um, that I did compromise certain things and that, okay, God, it's time for me to sit down because now I am getting dangerous or maybe not, not even getting dangerous, but now I'm getting to the point where I can't be, I'm not being well for myself. I'm not yeah. able to uh, give my all my, give my all my thoughts, my heart, my mind, everything to him or surrender to him because I'm kind of, um, you know, in the world and compromising certain things that, that, I would have never thought that I would have, you know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. and just thanking God, like, Oh, thank you for that Holy spirit uh, for even, you know, blessing us with that gift. Um, because, Hey, I don't know if I would have, I wouldn't know if I would have set myself down and, um, and I'm just thankful that I'm able to even have relationships, you know, with you and with other people who are um, on this journey of uh, wellness and um, being whole within themselves. And, you know, having yeah. that personal uh, relationship yeah. with Christ is so important and having accountability is so important. And, you know, support system that can help you um, uh, to to that uh, journey and that uh, restore um, just, you know, being whole again. Yeah, community is so important. Tribe is so important. And, you know, you have to, like, one of the things that I have really took pride in for so long was being able to connect with people. But again, like, God had to sit me down because I was just out here giving myself to anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, I was making people too, just too close when it could have just been healthy associations, yeah. you know? And I was giving myself to people who don't even have skill sets to be in my life, you know, and they have the love, they have the care, but they don't have the skill sets. And it took, it really about that girl, God just forced me to take the blinders off. And, you know, it was, it was just some things I was avoiding for time for years. And that was like relearning how to people people, you know, I really didn't know how to reassign people that, you know, didn't have the skill sets to be in my life. And, and that doesn't make them evil or bad or anything. 
but God showed me who they were like, you know, and God also said, this ain't for you to make subliminal posts. This ain't for you to right. say, oh, you know, who fake and who's real. This is just so you can see the BS you're believing about yourself. That's attracting this type of energy in your inner world. And I said, I, it humbled me. And I had to look at the belief systems that I was believing about myself. You know, one of the things that God showed me was distorted compassion. Like I was, I was, my compassion was very exhausted because it was distorted. So what do I mean by that? What I mean is, is that my inner childhood wound is abandonment. And so a lot of my compassion, a lot of my genuine gifts that I have, with people and relating and connecting I was exercising that so people could need me because if you need me you won't leave me mm. you know and I was doing that on a very unconscious subconscious level and when God showed me that he was like look at all the people that are just draining your compassion and they don't have the skill sets and when God showed me that and then naturally energetically just like organically dissolved when those connections dissolved, it was God brought my community to me. People who are not just like-minded, but people who are spiritually minded, you know, not to say that other people aren't, but it was just like they, they can meet me. And for so long, I was exercising love, compassion, being able to, you know, hold space for egos and, you know, be honest and empathetic with other people's egos. Like, God was like, let me bring people into your life that can meet you where wow. you're at, wow, you know, and, and taste and see how good it can really be yeah, yeah, when, yeah. when you got people in your life that are, that are practicing the same principles, you know, and I didn't know how sweet it could be. It was very painful, but and still very uncomfortable, but God had to show me me. You know, and when he showed me me, it was you know, I was in shame. I was embarrassed um, because I was making decisions and how I was people and people that was just embarrassing to my own greatness, you know, mm -hmm. and I didn't know how much of my wounded child was making bonds and friendships and intimate relationships. I didn't know how much she was running the show. Right. You know, and it got to the point where I was at rock bottom mentally because spiritually I I had been invaded because yeah. I, I opened myself up to anybody and everybody who saw my light, mm -hmm. you know, and I didn't I did not maintain it in a sacred way. I don't mean to be long winded, but it's just something very fresh and very in my my soul's curriculum right now. And I'm just so excited and thrilled um, to just have dropped into this. You know, I just feel like, girl, I just feel like it makes me want to cry because yeah. I've escaped a lot of my own BS, you know, not a yeah. lot of people can escape it because they want to be attached to it so bad. Right. You know, cause it's attached to that wound. It's attached to that ego that says me, 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 you know, but when, when you can't be, when you, when God can give you the gift of self-awareness to show you, you, and not blame or victimize or villainize anybody else. It's just, it's just like such a blessing, yeah. you know, and having people in your life that pray for you, that support your nutrition, that spiritually it's, it's not, 
it's not just being the strong friend because you know it's not just the strong ones it's not just the strong friend it's the spiritual friend the sacred friend sacred people need sacred people around them and when you know that you're a vessel of God with a message that can transform and heal people's lives and make Mm -hmm. them more positive in business or finances whatever the case may be well you know how you have a call in your life that's bigger than you yeah you got to be a viking about protecting it protecting you know, it. Mm-hmm. you gotta be a viking i wasn't i was like some bunny hippie like hey <laughs> free love <laughs> free love here hey. anybody take it you like my no. light here here you go <laughs> no i was like no nah, you need you need to grow up you need to mature you need to get quiet you know yeah. so you can really see what i see Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I know like when I first met you, I don't even I think it was about a year and a half ago or two years. I don't know. Yes. I was at, like at T's house. At T's house. I was like, I don't know what it is, but you just made me like confess some things to you. <laughs> I was like, I've never done this before. This is so weird. And um I like I love you. I don't know why, but like I love mm. your spirit and I just see God within you. Yeah. And that does not Thank happen. You. That when I tell tell you Tony that does not happen all the time actually it probably happened like three times at most but like I've never just met somebody where I've been like God I feel you like I just feel all of like your love your compassion your joy your peace I feel that all within this one person and like I want to be close to her because she's just she's just on fire with it you know what I'm saying she's on fire for you and I can feel that I can feel that and um and yeah that's why shoot girl I was like I need to be close to Tony uh, you know what? It's, it's crazy. It's you know, glory to God because it's it really is God. Like I've had a relationship with God since I was seven years old. When I was in high school, I went to West Bloomfield High School, and I used to pray in front of the high school every single morning before what? school started. Yeah, I, so I've always, I've always had a heart for mm-hmm. God and for the things of God and for yeah. the, the kingdom ways of living and womaning, you know, and I have fallen short. I have failed. Yeah, I have man. lost, you know, I have shamed myself. I have wallowed in my own depression. I have suffered in silence. You know, I've walked blind, you know, I, there's this, and even the level of enlightenment I'm at right now, one day I will have to offer that all up to go to the next level. Next level. But mm-hmm. just to look at my journey, God has been a keeper. God has been faithful to me. And it's just a blessing that I can look over my whole life and look how God is keeping me in such a pure place. You know, when I can can have a pure heart and not be petty, when I got all the evidence to be petty and vindictive, you know, I can, I, I have the strength and bravery to humble myself and be pure. Like, come on, like, that's a blessing because it's not a lot of people that make it, you know, they yes. end up being bitter, like for a long, long time and, and not even bitter, but you just don't see themselves. And so I just say God has been the difference is he's always been the difference in my life. And I'm just humbled to be able to serve women in a real way. And I'm just thankful that you're able to see the God in me because yes. I really do my best to put in the work because you know Tony Jones left the Tony Jones is a hot mess she's a hot <laughs> mess 
You know what I'm saying? I need I need the image of God. I need the sight of God. I need the wisdom of God for me to be beautiful, sexy, fly. He all over you. I feel it. No, he's all literally all over you. You have no mm-hmm. idea. But what can we expect from you in 2020 and beyond? Ah, girl, (laughs) girl, let me tell you. I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready. Look, I got my wife and life bundles coming out. No, why not? You know, drop them, drop them, drop them. Come on. Oh my goodness. Have little, have little positive things inside. In the packets, the bundle oh, packets. Oh my goodness, I cannot. I would never. <laughs> that would be so funny. But I can't say never. I never can say never. But um, so I have got. I went back in the studio on Sunday. So hey. I'm. I am working on a little shop shop. Okay. Okay. And so you know that uh, when it'll drop, um, I'll keep that in the you know in the box. But okay. Um, I'm working on that. I'm working on um, my brand, Wife for Life, um, and just getting very, um, how can you say, just kind of like cutting back a lot and okay. having like one or two offers. And so um, I'm speaking at a few events uh, this first quarter in Boston, New York, awesome. and California. So that's amazing. You know, look out for that. Um, also, I'm doing coaching. I have two. I've been doing a lot of coaching this um, this um, this quarter. Okay. And so, um, but this first quarter, I'm pretty booked. But going into second quarter. Um, I'll be open to take on more clients. So um, it's been very fulfilling working on women um, one-on-one. And so, um, yeah, so that's, that's what's going on with me. And, um, and how can, you know, I'm sorry, babe, go ahead. No, go ahead. Yeah. And so how can, yeah, how can women work with you? I know you're doing your coaching. Is there any mm-hmm. specific things that, you know, you're offering right now? Yeah, so I have a one hour package. And so, and usually my packages are for women who want to work, um, who who really, they've been in therapy, they've tried therapy, but they really want to be called to action. And so, um, and they want to work with me over a three month, you know, process or a two-month package or something like that you know they want to work with me one-on-one on a weekly basis but right now I'm offering um even though I don't have any opening slots for long-term clients that want the that long duration but I'm I have openings for one-hour packages where a woman has a particular pain point in her life and she needs some input some advice um a strategy a plan some tools and practices just is very just you know right let's cut right into it what is the pain point yeah what is the thought process behind that let's switch that around let's create a strategy to to actually feed the solution and the practices that's going to nurture and sustain that solution so um you know it's very it's very short sweet and it's it's for the woman who is very busy it's for the woman who just has a pebble in her shoe about something specific. Mm-hmm. And she just wants to target that and get a thought partner to help her hash that out and think that through. 
So, so yeah, they can yeah they can contact me via email Tony at wifecomma.com. They can also go to wifecomma.com and go to new clients and fill out that that questionnaire. Um, they can always slide in my DMs. Yeah, you know. slide in, <laughs> slide in my DMs. Yes, yeah. <sighs> Lately, it's only women sliding in my DMs. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, that's good. They're clients, potential clients. Right, right, right. Let me get the coins. Yeah, let, let me, me get, get the coins. coins. Yeah, yes. where's your clients? That's it. That's it. Well, Tony, Tom- stay. Thank you so much, love, for joining that's me on lovely. this. Um, this interview I truly love you and I just thank you for just blessing um the listeners and myself with your um expertise and your you know your story and your testimony I just really appreciate it and I just can't wait to see what else um God has in store for you thank you so much of course and um I just can't wait to be a witness on this journey that he has for you 